Everyone loves a gorgeous yard, beautiful plants, shrubs, a nice green lawn, but not all of us are born with a green thumb. This is Ask This Old House. I'm Chris Ermides. Taking care of your lawn can be a mystery. What to plant and, more importantly, how not to kill it. Jess and Van live in St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin with their three kids. <laughs> One of whom I can hear in the background. <laughs> and their busy lives don't leave much time for landscaping. Does that sound about right, guys? Yes, yes. it does. Before I start asking you questions, how old is, is the baby that we hear joining us in the podcast? <laughs> uh, she's four months old. Oh my gosh, congratulations. We're working on nap time right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, thanks for fitting us in. Mm-hmm. How old are your other kids? We have a three-year-old and a two-year-old. Holy cow! Yeah. That is wow. Yeah, lots yeah. of coffee. Yeah. yeah, I think we're up at five o'clock this morning. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so it sounds like you've got your hands full, especially at the moment with the kids and with work. And and before we dive into your question, uh, can you tell me a little bit about your house and the yard? Yeah, so we live on about half an acre of property here. Our house is right around twenty five hundred square feet. About uh, two-thirds of our property is flat, and then we have a steep hill in our front yard, which uh, makes it very difficult to mow, and it's kind of an unusable space right now. That's kind of a problem area right now okay. that we want to address and fix up. Okay. And just so I can picture in my head, is it is your driveway that steep as well? Yep, essentially. Okay. That's what we got going on. So how can we help? So yeah, I guess what we're looking to do is about half of the hill is covered with ewes, which are starting to die. They have a lot of winter burn going on and a couple sinfoils. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, something like that. We have a couple lowes bushes. We have a couple mystery trees growing up. And then on the other half, we have the juniper. I'm not a fan of the juniper. It's a prickly plant and... Uh, I've got multiple slivers trying to pull that out. Um, we think we can have something prettier. Yeah, we okay. just want to dress it up and make it look nice so it's an area that we can be proud of and kind of show off to the neighborhood. What are you going for in the front yard? Curb appeal. Yeah, I have good curb appeal. Uh, it'd be nice if we could have things blooming at different times so there's always something nice to look at. Yeah. Low maintenance. Low maintenance. We don't want anything real tall either because we have a pretty nice view down the entire street that we live on mm-hmm. what, what does low maintenance mean for you i'll let jessica answer that something <laughs> i don't have to water frequently yeah okay but uh i guess what i typically do is in the springtime i get everything looking nice and then you know maybe once a month i go around and spray my hostas with deer repellent and and you know beyond that we don't really do much okay so is deer an issue yep yep we have uh, a herd of of deer (laughs) that roam around and eat all the shrubs and does the deer repellent work yeah it does yeah so are you guys game to do some planting on your own yeah i think so i mean uh I'm game to let him do it, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's... that's exactly how I would feel, <laughs> yeah. Jessica. I'm with you. I'm with, you. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah, I'm definitely into putting in some sweat equity. Okay, well, I think Jen Nawada, our landscaping expert, will have some great advice for you. And she'll get your lawn looking so good, all of your neighbors will be envious. 
Perfect. That's what that's what our goal is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. After the break, Jen Nuwata to the rescue. I definitely do not have a green thumb, but that doesn't matter because I know our landscaper Jen Nuwata is the perfect person to help Jessica and Van out. Let's give her a call. Hey, Jen, it's Chris. Hey, Chris. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. What's going on? Okay, so Jessica and Van live in St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin with their three little kids, and they've got a great house, but they're stumped with the landscaping. The lawn is pretty big, and it slopes down from the house to the street, and it's really steep. They've got juniper, yews, and cinquefils planted. Cinquefoils? Cinquefoil. It's like a weed. Yeah. Okay, cinquefoil. Did I say that right? Cinquefoil, yeah. Nice. All right. Cinque, five. Yeah. All right. So they've got juniper, yews, and cinquefoils, and they're not loving the look of those, and the plants are kind of dying. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, those plants are kind of, they're not, they're not very attractive plants over time, especially. Like, I get why people put them in to stabilize a slope at first, but over time, they just get ratty, and then they, they, they tend to um, just die out at the bottom. Oh, interesting. They probably use that to help stabilize the slope. So it all depends on what do they want to achieve. Okay, here's their criteria. They want plants that bloom at different times of the year. Mm-hmm. They want low maintenance because they're super busy with their three kids. And they also want to upstage their neighbors. Right. <laughs> okay. A multi-successional bloom situation. There's the problem. Like people get very excited to do landscaping and then they go to the nursery in June and they say, oh, I want everything that's blooming right now. Instead of instead of taking a step back and thinking, Who's going to bloom in the spring? Who's going off in the summer? And what's the fall going to be like? Mm-hmm. So I would say, well, first of all, uh, by looking at those pictures you sent me, I would I would start over because it looks like it's just covered with weeds. And so I would start with ripping them out. Okay. If it's going to be the homeowner ripping them out themselves and then not machinery. I mean, this looks like it could use machinery. But if not, you could just use pruning loppers and then lop them down to like a foot above the ground and then dig them out or pull them out with a chain. Sometimes clearing out your space first is very helpful because they've lived with this, right? And that's all they could see. So if you clear it out, look at a blank palette and then, and then go to your nursery and say, I need two shrubs, two different varieties of shrubs that bloom in the spring, two in the summer, two in the fall or, or whatever, you know? Okay. So they're in Wisconsin, like zone four plants. And so okay. they could do viburnums, they could do lilacs, they could do winterberry, inkberry. So those are all deciduous shrubs. And if they wanted to get evergreens in there, they could do boxwoods for trees, they could do pines or hemlocks. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's pretty a pretty sunny spot, but pulling everything out is helpful to see the blank palette. You you indicated that the things that, that are there now, you said are sort of common for steep slopes. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, so the junipers and yews, I mean, the yews have tap roots that go straight down into the soil, and then the junipers, these are horizontally growing ones. So if you have a slope and you're trying to stop erosion, 
you would plant these to I stabilize see. the soil. So once the roots all stick into the slope, you're not going to have erosion and runoff. But then also, you know, you're thinking of all these things that bloom different times of years. You have to also look, do I have deer? Do I have, you know, things that are going to eat what's there? Do you have a ton of rabbits that are going to just mow down all your new perennials? They do have deer. So ewes are deer love to eat ewes. So that's probably why they look like this too. But they don't like boxwood or Andromeda. So that's something that oh, they could think of, okay. you know. All right. Don't fight your habitat. <laughs> do boxwoods and Andromeda have the same root qualities that ewes and junipers do in terms of being on a slope? If you pack them tightly enough together. Um, okay. But they don't do the same things as junipers do. But you yeah. can... It doesn't have to be all evergreen, in, okay. in my opinion, I think, to have the different blooms. And it's okay that they lose their leaves, especially if they have this amazing fall color. You know, some of the viburnums will flower in the spring and then get berries later on in the year. So mm -hmm. as long as it's interesting, I think people think, I don't want to see sticks half the year, you know, but I think it could be just as interesting if it has a cool branching structure. Yeah. Like a cool Japanese maple that should survive over there. <laughs> yeah. How do you mitigate or address potential erosion on a slope with plants that don't have those root qualities of junipers and ewes? And I think you mentioned it briefly. Is it, is it just a matter of like packing them closer together so that the root system kind of connects with itself or... Or you could underplant with like a ground cover. That's usually a, 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 what a lot of people do, like either Pachysandra or Vinca or Periwinkle. Bearberry is a great native plant. Um, just something that, you know, stays about um, six to 12 inches, but that's going to creep and crawl and uh -huh. hold the soil. And then, you know, you, you don't plant them right next to each other, give them, plant them about a foot apart and let them take off and grow. You mulch it at first, but eventually you won't have to mulch anything because then that ground cover becomes the cover and holds the soil down. With a sloped lawn, should you consider a retaining wall or like doing terraces or something? Yeah, terraces would be cool. It doesn't look like that big of a slope. So, I mean, just you could probably do like a two and a half, three foot retaining wall there, get a completely level upper lawn and then have a lower planting below it. But that also takes money and budget. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have that in your budget, you could do it with the plants. What would you do? If I had the money, I would do a terrace. Then you could have your upper level and lower level. The lower level by the street, it could just be all planting bed and then above it can be all grass, mm -hmm. you know? That would give you that extra space mm -hmm. to play soccer with your kids. <laughs> yeah. Jen, it's like, I learned so much talking to you about this stuff. It's amazing. Oh, Chris, thank you. <laughs> but like, I don't know, just over the years, you just watch people and you watch their patterns and you watch how people use their space and how they use their home. Or that's one of my questions I ask my clients, like, why am I here? And how do you want to use the space? Like, mm -hmm. is it for kids or is it for adults or is it for dogs? Or, you know, how do you mm -hmm. want to use it? How do you want to circulate around your property? Because sometimes people put something in one area and then you feel like you're corralled and closed in on one part and like having like full circulation and every connection point have a meaning not to get so deep on you there no, but like cool. it just it makes sense cool function and form oh but one one important thing always call your dig safe for your yes. local underground utility person because if you start digging 
there could be a gas line underneath and those plants look like they've been there for a while. So always think of the safety on the digging part because you could get yourself in big trouble. Great point. And it's a free service. You know, just call them. They'll come mark every uh, gas, electric. That's a great point. Be safe. All right. Thanks so much, Jen. Hey, anytime. Always great talking to you. You too. Got a long overdue project at your house? Submit your project at askthisoldhouse.com. Ask This Old House is produced by Catherine Fenelosa at Rococo Punch. Production support from Sarah Chase. Thanks to Jessica and Van Matheson and Jen Nuada. If you want to let us know what you think of the show, send us an email, ask at thisoldhouse.com. And subscribe to our podcast newsletter at thisoldhouse.com slash newsletters. Don't forget to watch our Ask This Old House TV show on PBS and in the This Old House app. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. I'm Chris Ermides. See you next week.